Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents How Can Chemicals Influence Your Hormones? Adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal Environmental Research, published on May 1, 2022. Research conducted by Chris Metcalf, Stefan Bayen, and Vivian Yargo from Trent University and McGill University, both in Canada. See the full list of authors in the accompanying PDF. Read by Miranda Wilson. Abstract. Did you know that hormones not only influence your mood, but also most of your body's functions? There are messengers involved in telling you when to feel hungry or when to get tired, for example. It is very important to have the right levels of hormones in your body to stay healthy. But there are a lot of man-made chemicals that find their way into our environment. They can then disrupt those important biological messengers in the animals and humans living nearby. Hormones are particularly important in providing instructions for your development before you are born and when you are a baby. We reviewed the scientific literature to find out how these chemicals get into our bodies and the environment. We found that a lot of them get used in industrial processes or in pesticides, but some also turn up in food packaging materials, cleaning products, or cosmetics. Introduction you have probably heard of adrenaline, the hormone that prepares your body for fight or flight. But there are many more hormones that help regulate the functions of your organs. Where do they come from? Different glands in your body produce them and release them into your blood. Then the hormones tell other organs what to do. So, they are basically chemical messengers throughout your entire body. Altogether, we call this messaging system the endocrine system. There are a lot of different chemicals that can disturb the endocrine system if they get into your body. We call them endocrine disrupting chemicals, or EDCs. They can have negative effects on how we respond to stress and on our behavior, for example. If we are exposed before we are born, they can affect things like the development of our brain or whether we may become obese when we grow up. But how? To your body, some chemicals look very similar to a hormone because they have similar chemical structure. So, an EDC can bind to the hormone receptor in a cell as if it were a hormone. Here in figure one, you can see that endocrine disrupting chemicals can fool our cells' hormone receptors. They may have a similar chemical structure to our natural hormones, so they can bind to our hormone receptors. This image has been adapted from a figure by Julian Gabriel Goldescu. In the image, you can see the cell membrane as a gray sliver. The hormone receptors embedded in the cell membrane are in orange. The natural hormones, represented as purple rectangles with three projections, fit perfectly into the hormone receptors. This can be seen in the bottom half of the image. EDCs, represented as purple rectangles with one projection, can also fit into the hormone receptors. This can be seen in the top half of the image. For example, an EDC might bind to receptors in your fat cells and react to an incorrect message to produce more fat cells. Then you might put on weight, which can eventually lead to obesity. The endocrine system also controls our, and many animals, ability to reproduce. Unfortunately, if there are certain chemicals in the water, fish living there may lose their ability to produce offspring, 
This can endanger whole species and ecosystems. Methods. We wanted to find out where these endocrine disrupting chemicals come from. So we looked at over 160 studies of other scientists from 1997 up until now. We compared their research and combined their knowledge to create a list of the most important EDCs. We organized them into groups of similar chemicals. We then looked for information about where these chemicals come from and how they get into the environment. Results. We identified many sources of EDCs. Some come from agriculture or industrial uses. They get into the environment first and then can get into your body because you eat food or drink water containing them. But some other chemicals can get into your body through contact with the material, like some plastics or cosmetics. Figure 2 shows some common EDCs and examples of their sources or products that may contain them. From the top right and traveling clockwise, some categories of EDCs include organochlorides, phthalates, alkyl phenols, halogenated aromatic hydrocarbons, or HAHs, bisphenol A, or BPA, per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, or PFAS, EDCs in medicine and personal care, and brominated flame retardants. For each EDC, there are several examples of their source or products that contain them represented in words and in images. For example, EDCs in medicine and personal care can be found in makeup and cosmetics, sunscreens, food preservatives, and antibacterial products. Looking at the figure, what sources of endocrine disrupting chemicals do you think are the most relevant to you? We found that many of these chemicals are very resistant to breaking down. Other EDCs are continuously released in large quantities, such as from sewage treatment plants, and so are always present in the environment. In many cases, they can travel long distances in water and air and can affect the environment. An example of a chemical that can easily get into the human body is BPA, or bisphenol A. It is often added to hard plastic containers, such as food containers or drink bottles. Especially when you heat the materials, for example during microwaving, BPA can detach from the rest of the packaging material and get into your food. Among other effects, BPA can alter brain development in humans. Discussion. A lot of the chemicals that we know can disrupt the endocrine system are tightly regulated by law. This is good because those EDCs have harmful effects. They can be bad not only for humans, but also endanger species living in a contaminated area, or even in remote areas like the Arctic. Unfortunately, some EDCs are essential for industrial uses, and so they still find their way into water, soil, and also food. So just saying, hey, you are not allowed to use this anymore, is sometimes not the best option. We need to, one, first identify the dangerous chemicals, two, then find a substitute for them that is similar enough to let us use it for the necessary purposes, and three, but which is also different enough not to have the same bad effects on the environment. It can be very hard sometimes to find better replacements for EDCs. Although the level of some EDCs are declining in the environment, thanks to bans, most of them are still detectable in humans and wildlife, 
Scientists have to be vigilant in identifying EDCs and providing the information to government departments so that they can control their release into the environment or can ban them outright. The Stockholm Convention is an international agreement that is constantly being updated and includes the ban of many EDCs. Conclusion Want to keep your hormones working well? You can try to avoid using or consuming products with high levels of endocrine disrupting chemicals. It's not always easy to identify them, but you can check the ingredients and look out for the EDCs you know about. But be careful. For example, not all packaging labeled BPA-free is better by default. Some substitutes for BPA are considered even more dangerous than BPA itself. Keep this in mind when you are buying plastic containers or cosmetics. Thank you for listening to this recording. Visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.